for his long, skinny body. The guy was 6'3 or 6'4, easy. He was wearing baggy blue jeans, the carpenter kind with pockets faded nearly to white. They seemed to hang on him too, like they were about to fall down around his ankles. He had old Air Jordans on him, old school classics, high top, red and blacks. Drew Robinson recognized the shoes right away because he always did. Nobody knew old-time basketball kicks better than he did. He knew these shoes because he'd just bought a pair for himself off ClassicKicks.com, where he went for sneaks out of the past you couldn't find anywhere else. The ghost also had a beat-up Lakers cap pulled down low over his eyes, so Drew couldn't get a good look at his face. But he could see just enough to tell he was a light-skinned brother. Not as light as me, Drew thought out here on the half-court that nobody ever used at Morrison Park. Not during the day, certainly not at night. Not when there was a lighted full court for you to use at Morrison. This one here was lit only by the moon, up high in the sky tonight. Usually, Drew Robinson, known as True Robinson by now to everybody who followed basketball, didn't see anybody using either of Morrison's courts when he arrived after midnight, whether the courts were lighted up or not. There was nothing fancy about this park. If you were a good player looking for a game, you went to Shoot Park over in Woodland Hills. Drew just liked the full court at Morrison. Liked being able to walk the couple of blocks here from home, knowing he could work out in peace, work on his game, without everybody watching every move he made. Watching him the way they had been for a while now, even before he and his mom moved out to Southern California from the time back in New York, when they'd first started calling him the best point guard prospect since, pick a name, Chris Paul or Derrick Rose or John Wall. All the new ones that had come along since they used to say Jason Kidd was the best pure point to ever come along. Even Stephen Curry, one of Drew's favorites, who came out of Davidson as a shooter and then showed the NBA the way he could pass the ball. LeBron Jr. Some people even called Drew that. Not because of the way he played or looked. He was half a foot shorter than the real LeBron but because he'd made that kind of name for himself before he was even a junior in high school. Truth was, he played more like Steph Curry and looked like him even more. Drew True Robinson and his mom lived here in Agora Hills, just over the line from Westlake Village, where his school, Oakley Academy, was. Quiet town, at least as far as he was concerned, with this quiet playground in it. He could come here when Morrison had emptied out and remember every single time why he'd loved playing ball so much in the first place. Before it became a ticket to dreams he didn't even know he had. A basketball friend of his from New York, from 182nd and Cretona in the Bronx, Shamel Williams, a boy with no parents and no money, barely getting by on his grandma's welfare check, had told Drew once that the best thing about basketball, the thing he loved about it the most, was that it could even make him forget he was hungry sometimes. Playing ball just fills me up in another way, Shamel said. You know what I mean? Drew had never gone hungry. His mom had always been a professional woman. Her last job in New York was working as a secretary at a real estate company in Forest Hills. There'd always been food on the table. Still, Drew knew what Shamel was saying to him. Basketball had always filled him up, too. Morrison gave him that feeling when he had the place to himself. Only tonight, he was sharing the place with this ghost player.
the ghosts doing things on this bad court that made Drew think he was in some kind of dream. Dribbling the ball like a Harlem Globetrotter, like Curly Neal, who Drew had met at Madison Square Garden one time. Like the ball was on some kind of string. High dribbles to low, both hands. Drew wasn't even sure at first whether he was righty or lefty. Behind his back, through his legs, he was making it look easy, like he wasn't even paying attention. Like he could have been doing something else at the same time, checking his phone or texting on it. Then, off the dribble came the spin moves and shots. The guy working the outside, draining shots that would have been three-pointers easy if there had been a three-point line on this old, used-up court instead of just potholes and weeds. And the guy, Ghost, hardly ever missed. Even though there were these moves he made, ones that started with his back to the basket, moves like a blur that should have made it impossible for him to pick up where the rim was when he came out of them. Here under the light of the moon. Unreal, Drew thought. Because how could it be anything else? Drew saw all this without being seen himself. He was hidden by a palm tree, his own ball resting on his hip. He watched the guy walk to the far edge of the concrete, as far away from the basket as he could get. Take a deep breath, let it out, then glide toward the hoop, long legs eating up the distance. Then he was in the air, somehow exploding in slow motion, like it wasn't just...